FiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is what is it? Oh, Wednesday, not a COVID cough. Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. And this is episode number 596 of this little raggedy ass show. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Hello. Hello. Still no haircut. How do you know, Reyes? How do you, uh, is it because I have a hat on? Yeah. Still, look. Look how bad it is. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Oh my God. Look at the gray. Look at that. Yeah. Still no haircut. It's all right. We live to fight another day. We don't have time for haircuts in our life. Haircuts only slow you down. Haircuts, uh, haircuts, time is money and haircuts, uh, cost you money and time. So they cost you double. So do showers. Well, showers don't cost you double, but. Okay, don't get me started on that. Um, Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Hello, hello. Thanks for showing up on this fine Wednesday. Uh, Hold on, I'm fixing some things here. One, two, three, four, five things. Did I get this right? I don't know. I got to tweet the show out. Almost forgot that. Um, Let's see. Oh, shit. Look at that. Keith Sager just resubscribed for 11 months, sir. I appreciate you, Keith Sager. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, Very much appreciated. All right. uh, We've got special guests today. I've been trying to to book guests on Wednesdays. I'm trying to get back to where maybe not a whole hour, but maybe at least 30 minutes. Um, Every Wednesday, we have a guest just to kind of break up the monotony of the show. You know, when this show first started, in fact, the origins of Barry on Deck, for those of you that have found us late in the process the, this all started when i was bored during covid i was still on the radio and at night i would do what i called nightly live chats and i would just get a friend or a buddy or a an acquaintance or someone that worked in a different industry than i and didn't know nothing about it and we would talk for like an hour and drink and very casual and relaxed and that's how this all started because then when i got laid off from radio a lot of people were like just do the nightly live chats or something like it and Thus, Barry on Deck was born, and, and I had never done a show solo before starting Barry on Deck. I had never, I, I think I did like one or two on the radio, and they were awful. And so, I was nervous, and um, so I started booking guests for like the second hour of the show. So, the first hour was just me, and we would talk sports and, you know, bullshit and kind of get into a groove, and then we'd have a guest for an hour, and um, we just, the more I got comfortable with... Um, doing a solo show, the less I needed to rely on a guest. 
But now I'm back to, I kind of like breaking up the monotony a little bit, right? I kind of like doing something a little different now and then. So I'd like to get a guest at least once a week, every Wednesday. Uh, if you have ideas for guests, I'm all ears. Don't, I mean, you can post them in the chat if you want, but I'll probably miss them. Best thing to do, post it on the Discord or on Patreon. If you're not on the Discord, but you're still a Patreon member, just post it out there. But hey, uh, tag me in it or whatever. And here's an idea for a guest. And uh, I'm I'm all ears. I want to talk to interesting people. Doesn't have to be sports related. It does not have to be sports related. So um, I'm just looking for interesting people to talk to. What is this? What is this? Can't be having my set all messy. God, what is this shit? What is this stuff? I think that's. I think that's. I think that's like bills and shit. I have to pay. Whatever. We'll just throw those on the ground. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I want to do more guests. So I said all that to say, that was a long, long-winded uh, explanation. Today at 4 o'clock, joining me for probably 15 minutes or so, uh, old friend of the show, old pal of mine from even back in the ESPN uh, radio days, Kelly Eco of The Athletic. Yay! Kelly spent all of last, was it, or maybe it was the first, it was a previous basketball season with us every week talking uh, NBA and Rockets, but his schedule is so busy that it's difficult to lock him down, but I wanted to bring him in, talk a little bit about what's going on with the Rockets. Even if you're not a Rockets fan, you might find some of this interesting because some of the infighting that's going on and some of the other stuff. So we're going to have him in at four o'clock. Plus we can talk NBA. So if, you know, if you want to talk Raptors, that's the time to do it. Not in the middle of an NFL segment, okay? Okay? All right, so we've got that on the books. Plus, I just got a lot of topics. I'll read you the rundown here. I still haven't figured out the little board thing. But we're gonna we're going to do that. I promise you. We're gonna end up having a rundown that we can use. Get your Philly friend on again. He was fun. Uh oh, uh, Andrew Clay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Andrew's great. We should talk Phillies 76ers with him for sure. Um, so here's what we got. Four o'clock, we've got Kelly Eco. We've got, of course, our sports headlines for the day. Uh, we're gonna get to that. Um, FTX has filed bankruptcy, and a lot of well-known people, including sports figures, are taking a dump because of it. I've got the final AP poll from the college football season for you. We'll look at that. Um, some of the weirdest high school mascots in the country. Some of them are even offensive, I think. But yeah, so we're going to do that. The weirdest, I don't even know how many it is. Let me see how many it is. 20. The 20 weirdest high school mascots. We're going to try to get to that today. Um, Vince McMahon is selling the WWE to Saudi Arabia. Now, I'm not a big WWE guy. I was for like a hot minute, but we'll discuss that. And a fan got kicked out of a basketball game for a sign. We'll go into some details there. Uh, you guys know I'm a big space nerd, so I found this article about a potential habitable planet that is Earth-sized found orbiting a star nearby. <laughs> yeah, we might be able to get away from the Kardashians finally. Okay, so let's get started. 
uh, with the chat, and then we'll get into our sports headlines for the day. If you don't know, if you're new to the program, the chat is shout out to the chat. And that is me saying hello to you fine people, because without you fine people, uh, this show doesn't happen. So it is uh, essential and, and mandatory that we shout out everybody that shows up every day to put up with this bullshit. Oh, my God. For a second, I looked up and I saw the viewers drop to 14. I was like, what? What did I do? What? What did I do? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Was it the space? All right. So who do we have? Uh, first in the chat was Alan Denson at 128. Let's go, Alan Denson. You, sir, are the greatest deckhead in the history of the world for at least the next three hours. And then it's just old regular-ass Alan Denson. Uh, Christopher Reyes was second. What's up, Mr. 1%? Mimi! Memesters was third. Good to see you, Mimi. Tiger Stripes got in early. Oh, I dig it. Uh, I never, I didn't ask you yesterday, but how did your side cast of the football game go, Tiger Stripes? Did it go well? I hope so. Uh, I hope you had some folks watch, and uh, now is the beginning of your streaming career. Uh, Alan said, do we have a show today just asking for a friend? Absolutely. Uh, it just may not start Question on time. Mark. Uh, Christopher Reyes is here. What's up, buddy? Alex Villanueva, how are you, my friend? Thanks for being here. P. Randizzle. Uh, by the way, today's film session, and yes, we have a film session today. We haven't... We haven't had a film session in forever. We have a film session today, and it is courtesy of P. Randizzle in the building, Patrick Randall. Uh, now, this was kind of brutal, so if you're not into violence, you don't, you may want to skip this film session. But we're going to break it down and figure out who did what right and wrong in this fight. Uh, Alan Denson, Nightbot Stream Elements. Hello, friends. <laughs> My sweet, sweet Donna is here. Hello, Donna. Uh, John Dory showed up. Uh, Tiger Stripe said Barry on time. Bro, this show hasn't started on time in over a year. And I hate it. And I'm going to get better at it. As soon as I get some of this shit off my plate, uh, I should be more equipped to start on time. Now, will it? I, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, but we're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to try. Um, what else? Donna, my sweet sweet. Hey, John Dory. SVG, what's up, man? Good to see you. Terrence is back. What's up, Terrence? Hello, Aaron J. Bryant's in the building. Uh, Jared Taylor is here. Keith Sager is here. And so is Stephen Luther. He said, good afternoon, Barry and Dickheads. Very formal, Stephen Luther. I dig it. Uh, oh, I just saw a heartthrob. Philip Bernard. Heartthrob Rob is here. Just in time, leaving the hospital. You okay, buddy? You good? You good? Do we need, uh, do we need a prayer circle? Uh, P. Randall said, all your out-of-shape fellers want to come with me to What? Abercrombie and take off your shirts just to see what they do. Oh, that would be funny though. That would be kind of funny. I would like to, I would like to video that at least. Cisco's here. What's up, homie? Flip is in the building, ready to uh destroy all good takes and common sense. <laughs> What's up, Rudy Rod? Sanitize watching and social distance. Back the fuck up. Uh, who else is here? Night that raggedy bitch McLovin. What up? What up, Barry? You are 14 minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Reyes is here. Nick Gamboa is here. Jen. Hello, Jen. Uh, who else is here? Uh, Flip, I got. Uriel Villanueva. What up, pimp? How are you? Good to see you. It doesn't look bad. Grow it out. No, definitely not growing the hair out. Definitely not growing the hair out. CC, uh, man bun? CC, what's up, CC? CC wants me to wear a man bun. That would not. I would, I would not. I For a, a, a hot second, I had a rat tail in like seventh grade. You know, remember when it was like the little. Curly, I had like a rat tail. I couldn't grow it very long, but I had a I had a rat tail for a hot minute. Never had a mullet. 
I did have a ponytail back in the day. Oh gosh, eighth, ninth grade. Uh, the cool thing to do was to slick your hair back and put it in a ponytail back here in a little chongo and then like have all this shaved. And so me and my buddies, um, because we were super into um, new, I think we were called new wave back then. Now it's like emo or it's not even really punk, but I used to listen to like the cure and Depeche mode. Uh, but then I kind of got away from that and more into like wax track stuff. So like old uh, skinny puppy, Nitzer Ebb, um, Ministry, the Revolting Cox, Meet Me Manifesto, which was my favorite because they were very hip hop ish. Uh, so yeah, that was I, I did have a ponytail, not a man bun, not a man bun, not a man bun. I shan't be doing a man bun, uh, but I did have a ponytail. Uh, bear on deck. Just have Nora shave your raggedy hair. Oh God. No, I wouldn't trust her. Uh, no, no, thank you. Well, I don't trust her. Uh, Sally Jen, I got an air fryer. Oh, good. Air fryer is good. Those are great. Um, thank you for uh, that kind words. Alan said those shows were great back in the day. Skinny jean signing. Shut up, flip. Hey, Dick Willie's here. What's up, pimp? Cisco said guests are fun. Yeah, they are. I, uh, I'll try to have more. Uh, I'm, I'm sad we got turned out by Brazy Becca, but whatever. Uh, what is number two? I don't know what that means. What's up, Dick Willie? Dick Willie wants us to raid question mark. Who is that? I don't know who that is. And am I, did I get everybody? Perry's here. What's up, homie? Uh, yeah, right. The Kardashians will be on that planet first, bro. Probably. Probably. Is Nightbot not allowed to post links now? Is it because we timed them out? Oh, Nightbot. Okay, we can't do that again. So we definitely can't be timing out Nightbot because when you do like, uh, if I wanted you guys to see the Patreon, let's see, Patreon. I guess you got to spell it right. And no caps lock, does that work? It probably told me no caps, you bitch. There it goes. Yeah, see, it's not posting the link. You raggedy bitch. 18 inches and chop that shit. Uh, it takes 10 donations to make one damn week. Damn. Dick really has a man bun. Okay. 10 Omen was my favorite. I never heard of them. What's up, memesters? Uh, you should see it from my side. I don't know what that means. Who are you kidding? The show is always late. Yeah, I know. We established that. Hasn't started on time since. Well, he tried. I No, we were on time early. We were. It's when I started drinking more that this show started running late. I, this is what I blame. Skinny Puppy saying 10 Omen. Oh, yeah. I didn't know all the Skinny Puppy. Skinny Puppy wasn't really my thing. I was really into like Meepy Manifesto, Revolting Cox, but I wasn't even into like all their deep shit. I had like a My Life with the Thrill Cult, Cult couple albums there. I was really into Meepy Manifesto, though. Chainsmokers say they've had threesomes together with fans. Oh. Um, okay, that's, that's their business then. All right, let's get to some sports. Let's talk some sports. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to do something. Oh, I need to fix Nightbot. Hey, Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Uh, appreciate you, famo. Thank you very much. I need to uh, figure out why Nightbot is having a go of it. Let's see. I need to go to Nightbot's. How do I do this? How do I do this? Oh no! How do how do I make Nightbot a moderator again? Let's see. Nope, that's not gonna work. 
Nope, that's replying to Nightbot. Damn it, I got to get this fixed. This is not good. Not wise, guys. Hey, CC, thank you for the 25 bits. 16.9. That's not, that's not it at all. Uh, we need Nora to, like, get the belt out or something so you aren't late anymore. I do. She gets on my ass. She does. She's like, are you going to, you just get better start on time. Didn't. And it never works. Uh, heartthrob, I hope Mama uh, Rob is okay. I really do. I hope Mama Rob is doing well. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. The Dolphins have ruled to a out of this weekend's super wild card festivities. So they are prepping Mr. Thompson uh, to start in his absence. They don't even know if Teddy Bridgewater is going to be able to start. He's still iffy and gimpy. And um, let me see where I wanted to pull up the stats for you. So they've got uh, a Skylar Thompson getting ready to roll. And, and, and here is Skylar Thompson's damn it. Come on, get over here. Get over here. Ah, uh, Skylar Thompson looking like this. Looking like, ooh, beat the Jets 11 to 6. <laughs> Yay. 20 of 31, 152 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, got sacked, had a rating of 14.8. You know how hard you got to try to not be good to get a 14 rating? That's that's some bad shit right there. Had a 52 rating against New England, but again, 12 of 21, 104 yards, touchdown, interception. Uh, not not a not good not good news for you, heartthrob, and all other Dolphins fans. <sighs> yeah, Alex is right. Miami, you're done. Double fucks. Uh, is that worse than Mills? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you were going into this, you would still want Davis Mills over Skylar Thompson. A hundred percent. But let's go look. I mean, I say that. Let's go. Uh, let's take a gander. Let's see if Davis Mills ever put up a 14 QBR. Are we going to take bets? I'll say he put up a sub 20, but I don't know if he put up a 14. Let's see. We got, oh my God, he got an eight. He's got an eight. He's got an 11.8. He's got a six. He's got an 11.4. And I, oh God, that makes me so mad. This man, this raggedy long neck son of a gun has a six. And I had to listen to John McClane and all these bullshit talking head media know-it-alls that I will. I was at minicamp, and I'm telling you, Davis Mills is a different guy. He looks like he's taking the next step. He's ready to go to the next level. He's ready to go drive for fucking Uber. I want to. I still. I still need to, to fuck. Renew my membership to the as the mayor of Petty Town. Find all the tweets and just start replying to them. This you? Hey, is this you? Hey, congrats. Is this you? I think Sarge was sucking on his long neck. So who else in here around town? There's a bunch of them. Probably Clint Sterner. It's, it's awful, man. God, Thank that's you. disgusting. Say, look at Steve-O back in the building. Fatso, thank you for the subs. Four months. 
Welcome back, big boy. Good to see you again. Uh, next step down. Yes, exactly. I don't know what that means. Clint, suck and swallow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if Brady has ever had that bad of a QBR. I mean, we can check this year, but that was my Charlie Palillo. But as Joel would do and make fun of him. I don't know. Let's take a gander. We've got a 34. We've got a 33.9. We've got a 27. That's not good. Um, We've got a, that's it. 27.6 is the lowest. I mean, maybe like his first full year. Did he, did he, let's go box score here. Oh, we don't have game log. Oh, that's Patriots. That's why. Uh, we want uh game log from no wait what what year was that two thousand and one all right so we're gonna go game log two thousand and one and he never had uh oh wait oh there you go he's got a sixty two ninety one sixty three sixty one Jesus not even close not even close. Um, let's see, let's do the next year. Anything? No, nope. 44 was his worst the next year. I mean, look, that's why it, it's just, I mean, he'll throw up a stinker apparently every now and then, but a six, bro, you know how bad you got to suck at quarterbacking? You're nickelbacking at that point. <laughs> okay. That was all right. <laughs> Oh, stop. Um, suck D, swallow C. Oh, my God. Flip, you're being, I mean, the flip. Uh, Fatso, Steve-O, you're being very aggressive. Did I miss the giveaway? What giveaway? What are we giving away, Hugh Dab? I don't, I don't understand what we're giving away. I don't know. What are we giving away? Did I promise to give away something? I still haven't posted the roast jokes yet for votes, but I, we're going to do that. I never said when. My boy Spoon, though, helped me out. He got them cut up. I just need to finish cutting them up and post them. Uh, Davis Mills has a 33 QBR for the season. Only ahead of Wentz and Mayfield. Oof. Oof. Oh, that's terrible. Um, God, that is bad. That's real bad. So, yeah. Back to back to the task at hand. Squirrel moment. Back to the task at hand. Uh, Tua out. Skyler Thompson. Skyler is a chick's porn name. If you named your son Skyler, you are um, not nice. Skyler? I know. I think I know more Skylers in porn than I do Skylers in the real world. But, you know, he's the NFL QB and I'm not. So there you go. Uh, Fatso said, knew me aggressive Fatso. Don't be no, I mean, look, the theme of this show is love each other. Be safe, be kind. No, no need to be aggressive. Texans wide receiver John Mechie uh, the third looks better than when he arrived post-draft, Nick Casario says. <laughs> oh, boy. They are a mess over there. A mess. All right, Lamar uh, Jackson still not practicing. Um, they don't think he's going to go. Uh, so that's, I uh, look. It sucks because if your team is going into the NFL playoffs without your starting quarterback, chances are your um, you're not your your season is done. 
And so I wanted to pull this up as well because Tyler Huntley is going to be, uh, well, he's not throwing either, actually. That's my fault. So Tyler Huntley's not throwing, uh, which means Anthony Brown is going to be their starting quarterback. You remember Anthony Brown? Oh, 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 A-B. We called him, uh, we called him Brownie Brown. A-Dog. Ant-Man. <sighs> yeah, except for the 49ers. That's probably a good point, Catfish. I mean, that actually is a good point. 49ers seem to have their shit together. Plus, I mean, you know, he's played pretty well. But uh, here's, um, oh, A-Dog. Here's his game log for the year. I'm sorry. Uh, you look, if you're a Ravens fan, shock if you're watching. I don't mean to laugh. Um, but oh, A-Dog put up a 6.1 QBR. He's Davis Mills-like. Uh, he went, and that was in his one start against the Bengals. And so he has one NFL start uh, under his belt, and now he gets to go start an NFL playoff game. Playoff? Playoff game on the road. Ouch. So, bye-bye Dolphins. Bye-bye Ravens. I think those are pretty easy picks uh, to, to wrap your head around. That sucks for sucks for the Ravens, man. There's so much promise there. Uh, the Broncos, who are looking for a head coach and apparently are not wasting any time as opposed to most likely the Texans, who are like, yeah, we'll just... Sit around. Broncos have said that they view Jim Harbaugh as a backup option if they can't get Sean Payton. And that means they got to work out a deal in New Orleans and compensation for bringing Sean Payton in. Um, You know, I, I guess the Broncos want to go in and in, in, they want a veteran. Um still uh, highly regarded head coach. And I don't blame them when you have a, an established defense and an established quarterback. It probably makes some sense. Um, you're going to have to get Russell Wilson some help on that offensive line because it was atrocious. Probably needs a few more weapons. Uh, that what they did. They ship Noah Fant out to Seattle. Did they? Did, yeah, they they traded him, right? Yeah, uh, I'm 99.9% sure they moved Fant to Seattle in the trade. Yes. I was like, wait a minute, but did he? No, he didn't. So they moved Noah Fant. So, I mean, like, he hasn't had a ton of talent. Some, it's not enough. And that O-line is a sieve. So they've, gonna, they've got their work cut out for him, whether it's Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. But I think that a few, see, here's the difference. And a lot of people uh, talk about this like, well, you know, why, should the Texans, why, why keep Lovey Smith? I had somebody ask me that. Well, what, what's the point? What's the point of keep? Because you're still in the bottom of the of the rebuild curve. If you look at the rebuild like this, right? You've you've tanked. You've you've done all the things. Now you're down here. You're in the trough of the rebuild or the bell curve. All right. So it doesn't make sense to bring in a Sean Payton or anything like that. And it really doesn't make sense to 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 get your coach of the future. Unless you're just absolutely certain you need to wrap the guy up now and sign him to a long-term deal. But a lot of these cats, you don't know. That's why, look, one more season under Lovey Smith, you were going to suck regardless. Didn't make sense. 
But um, they did what they did. But the Broncos, the Broncos are like way up high in there in the in the bell curve in the trough of the rebuild, and then they really never went through a rebuild. They, the Broncos are at the point where they need to retool. A few tweaks here and there, and that roster should be really good. So that's the difference in getting a Jim Harbaugh and a Sean Payton as opposed to the Texans firing a Lovey Smith and looking for a guy that can cut his teeth with a young squad. It's a big difference. Oh, my God, we got a Marty sighting. What's up, Marty? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here, man. Welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, Here is the curve for the Texans rebuild. Flatline. I don't have that anymore, but yeah. A little bit. Texas is going to be like, well, nobody's left. So Romeo Cornell has been brought back. <laughs> that is some shit. Look, it's a joke and I get it, but that is totally some shit that this franchise would do. They'd be like, well, we couldn't, we, you know, we wanted to take our time. And uh, so we are bringing in Dave Campo. Um, he's got experience. We trust him. We feel like this is the best move for our organization. I'd love to go back and see what they said about the hire with Lovey Smith. In fact, let's just do it. Because every team does this, right? Um, Nick Casario on hiring Lovey Smith. March 2000. Nick Casario on hiring Lovey Smith over Brian Flores. Uh, that was three days ago. Let's see, two days ago, three days ago. <sighs> Firing Lovey Smith was the best thing for the team. Uh, Texans refused to clean house. Blame Lovey Smith for Nick Casario. That was fan sided. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to see. So here's an article where Nick Casario talks about. After the Texans hired Lovey Smith to become the team's head coach, the lawyer representing Brian Flores issued a statement contending it's obvious that the only reason Mr. Flores was not selected was his decision to stand up against racial inequity. Uh, I would say I have a lot of respect and admiration for Brian. Ultimately, my responsibility to do what was best for the organization. That's what we did with the hiring of Lovey. Fast forward one year. And now the best interest of the organization is being used again. Still, when anyone paints with a broad brush of best interest of the organization, plenty of factors can land on that canvas is what the article says. And, uh, you know, I would love to just Google Nick Casario, quote, best thing for our organization. I wonder how many times that's been used. Oh, wow. Uh, the Eagle Tribune, Houston Chronicle was the best thing for JD. Texans report cloudy to miss minicamp. No, that's not it. Uh, the next Belichick, Dolphins coach showing signs of former longtime boss. Let's see. Uh, I bet you this article is riddled with best thing for. Let's see. Oh, no. Control F. Best thing for. <laughs> nope, just one. Okay. Interesting. Uh, we just felt like it was the best thing. That's what Brian Flores said. When you're genuinely, authentically, and sincere and trying to do what's best for the team as a leader, you have peace. Uh, you have peacemaking the decisions you make, and that's what uh, that was the case with going with Tua. We felt like it was the best thing for our organization. Common theme there, huh? Nonetheless, uh, I would love to see what Nick Casario said when he hired um, Lovey Smith. The same thing that he said when he hired David Culley. 
The same thing that was said about Levy Smith when he got fired is probably the same things he said about David Culley and firing him. So it's all a bunch of bullshit is the bottom line, folks. The Texans are in shambles because they suck. And I, you know what? I tried to give Nick Casario a chance. I tried to think, you know what? Maybe he knows what he's doing. I really don't think so. You can't have that many coaches in that many years. How long has Nick now been with the Texans? Nick Casario. Texans. I don't how long has he been with this organization? Um 2021. So 2021, 2022, and now we're into 2023. So yeah, he has he has had as many coaches as he has years on squad. Um he fired Bill O'Brien, or Bill O'Brien was fired. Oh, when did he join? When did Nick Casario join here? Hold on. When did Nick Casario join this raggedy-ass franchise? Um, Let's see. Damn it, where'd it go? There you go. Here's your... Um, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Aggressive Fat So 69. <laughs> Thank you for the thousand bits, man. Much appreciated, pimp. I feel like I owe you a shot for that. New leader of bits. Let's go. Donna, thank you for the 45 bits, sweetie. All right, real quick. Here's the thing. Uh, If you look at Casario, he was hired in 2021, uh, Jan 7, 2021. And Bill O'Brien was fired October 5th of 2020. So he was out the door. Jan 7, they, Romeo Cornell is the interim. Um, oh, no. The interim was before uh, Nick Casario gets here. So Nick Casario gets here Jan 7. He hires David Culley Jan 28. Fires him Jan 13. Hires Lovey Smith Feb 7. Fires him Jan 8. This is just ridiculous. This is too, he's been here a little over two years. He's had two head coaches. It's just absolutely tragic. He's he's a big dumb idiot. So I I don't even know how the hell I got on this tangent. I hate the Texans so damn much. It's just disgusting. I don't even want to I don't even want to talk Texans anymore. God, it makes me sick. Steve! Thank you for the thousand bits again. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That's insane, fam. Thank you, man. Uh, appreciate you. Again, I don't know why I got on that tangent. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? Oh, bad quarterbacks, bad decision-making and all that shit. Um, <laughs> Steve-O said, fuck around and see what happens. You are aggressive, Steve-O. Uh, wow. I'm, okay, I'm not, I'm not saying anything mean about Steve-O. Mainsters! Mimi, thank you for the 50 bits, sweetie. You're the best. Yeah, I did have a bad squirrel moment there, Chris Reyes. That's on. That's on me. I got to be a better show host. Uh, well, oh, because it was the coaching updates. There you go. Last headline: Bills Hamlin, uh, Demar Hamlin has been discharged from the Buffalo Hospital. So they got him from. Oh my God, Steve-O! What is happening? Thank you, Steve-O, with another thousand bits. Aggressive, Steve-O is very generous. At least he's he's aggressively generous. Uh, but Hamlin has been discharged from a Buffalo hospital, which is dope because now he can get on to his recovery. That's the next step. So uh, super awesome uh, for that to happen. So there you go. There's your sports headlines. That only took a fucking hour. Excuse my language. 
Oh my god. Alright, so aggressive ass Steve-O with another thousand bits, which is insane to me. How is this hype train not started yet? I think it's bullshit. Uh Philip Bernard, thank you for the 25 bits, buddy. Joe, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Jim on sports with the 69. I like it. Uh, Hugh Dab with 42 bits. Let's go, pimp. All right, we are. You know what? Fuck this. I, I'm doing the shot. Damn this hype train. Damn that hype train. Steve-O, you done earned your shots just on your on your own. Uh, Damn that. I don't know what's wrong with Twitch. I wonder if Nightbot being, um, what's yeah. it called? If Nightbot is uh, 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 not a mod, is that? Oh, no. Shit, there goes the hype train. Mimi, thank you for the gift of subs, sweetie. Oh, my God. Patrick Randall, what are you doing? Heck yeah. Steve, what the fuck is happening? Guys. Heck yeah. Is this because I said I wasn't going to talk Houston, Texas anymore? <laughs> Holy Heck shit. Yeah. This is a big-ass hype train. Yo. Heck yeah. Damn, that was loud. I scared the shit Heck out of me. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus, that scared the shit out of me. He ran Dizzle Heck coming yeah. in with the bang. Oh, my God. Steve-O. Steve-O is taking yeah. a commanding bitch lead. That's for sure. Uh, Mimi with the gifted Heck sub. Yeah. Thank you, sweetie. Who got Mimi's gifted sub? Let me go see. Who got Mimi's gifted sub? Uh, Mimi gets yeah. the sub to Christy. Hell, yeah. Heck and then yeah. P. Ran Dizzle with 10 gifted subs. Unbelievable, man. Crazy, fam. Dick Willie got a sub. Perry got a sub. Rudy Rock got a sub. Todd got a sub. I'm surprised some of these names. Uh, uh, Piga Acid. I don't know who that is. Piga Acid. Uh, got a sub. Shelby got a sub. Uriel Villanueva got a sub. Who else? Uh, MX True got a sub. Xander313 and Flip. All right. Everybody got a sub. Thanks to P. Randiz. A lot of you hoes been here. Uh, I, that's, uh, yeah, okay. All right. Let's see how you guys are now. <laughs> um, I like P. Randiz was kind of out of some people. Hey, Steve-O, thank you for the thousand bits, my friend. Cece. <laughs> oh, my God, Cece. This is so funny. Look at Cece. Cece with one bajillion bits. Yo. It'd have been hilarious if you forgot to put the space. You'd be like, what? No, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, no. Uh, Cece, thank you for the one bit, sweetie Donna. Thank you for the 50 bits, my love. My sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, Crystal, thank you for the two bits. And and Panthers Rule 87 just followed the program. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program, Panthers Rule 87. Uh, if you're new here, which I believe you are because you just followed, snacks are down the hall on the right in the kitchen. Bathrooms are on the left. The lounge is open. Make yourself comfortable. Uh, please don't do anything inappropriate. Be cool, have fun, and uh, love each other. That's it. And uh, my name is Barry Laminac. This is Barry on Deck. We do this Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5. Come hang out with us. It's fun sports talk. This is what we do. Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Maybe. Thank you for the 23 bits, sweetie. Michael Jordan style. I like it. All right. Look, we got this big-ass hype train. Do it again. Steve-O, thank you for the hundred. We are in level five.
this hurts so bad. I look like a I look like the tambourine player in the village. Um, this is Timo. Thank you for the hundred bits. So, if you're new, this is I have to put this on when we get to a level five hype train, and I have to show nipple. But after we do a shot, so um, get ready, folks, because the titty is about to come out. But until then. Let me just say, man, thank you guys for this dope-ass hype train. P. Randizzle, Steve-O, Donna, Mimi, Homo Astros fan, uh, Hugh Dab, everybody, the CC. Uh, I'm missing some people. I know I am, and I, I hate it because I shouldn't. Crystal, thank you, sweetie. Um, who else? Uh, memesters I got. Jim, Joel, Philip, man, thank you all, all so much for this dope-ass level 5 hype train. You're the best. Without you and without hype trains, man, it's, uh, it's tough to keep this bad boy going. So I love y'all, man. Thank you so much. Cheers to you all. One and all. Steve-O! Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. You are a crazy person. Cheers. Boop. Got your nose. Uh. Uh. I... Uh. You know, I used to be good at doing these. I'm not anymore. Oh, that made my eyes water. Oh, God. Oh, this is going to make my nipples leak. I hope you don't have to see that. Okay, now I got to... Oh, my God. I can't get this head off. Wow. Super aggressive. All right. Uh, I have to show show some titty. But I don't just... I'm not just going to give it up like... Like that, okay? Uh, by the way, level five hype train complete. Thank you, guys. 11 gifted subs, 4,907 bits. Damn, you guys are amazing. Uh, Okay, Dan's game. Uh, What was that? Oh, that's the thing. I was like, what does that mean? Uh, all right, Hugh Deb, I got you, buddy. Thank you for the 100 bits as well. Um, So let's do, let's do... This never, ever, ever goes how I want. Uh, let's do this. I just saw myself. Oh, boy. Ugh. Why is everybody minimizing? That's Look, it's not my fault. You started a level five hype train. That's when you know the titties come out. I should make it like, okay, if we get to a level six hype train, I won't show nipple. But if we, if we log jam up in a level five and that's where it stops, then it's definitely nipple time. Uh, Flip is hard. I can tell he's. My dad just woke up and said, what the flying fuck? 
Uh, oh, my kid's dad just woke up. Hey, what's his name, Crystal? What's your kid's dad's name? What's your kid's dad's name? Hugh Dab, thank you for the 69. I like uh, uh Crystal, what's your what's your uh what's your baby daddy name? What's your what's his name? I wanna is anyone else hard? Yeah. Me, Patrick. Me and, and this nipple right here. That's what's that's what's up, pimp. What? Look, I hide it. I hide it right here. It's like you don't see nothing. You don't see nothing. Boop. That's me. Uh, can someone submit the clip to Girls Gone Wild? Man, you kiss my ass. I got the wan, uh, <laughs> wet ass nipple. Oh, Juan. Just pronounce it Juan. Got it. His name is Tay or Ty? Is it Tay or Ty? How do you Tay or Ty? Which one is that? Tay or Ty? Ty or Tay? Um, Someone needs to send Barry on deck a poll for his office. I would totally. You know what I would do? If we got to a level 10 hype train, I would totally pole dance. 100%. I would. I'm a hoe. Dante. Oh, oh, that's my uh, foster brother's name. Well, it was. He's dead now. I wish you better luck, Dante, than the Dante I know. Uh, but is Dante in the room? Hey, Dante. Um, How's it going, buddy? Uh, my name is Barry, and um, I just wanted to tell you some things maybe you didn't know about Crystal. Um, that... Um, you know, you might want to know, uh, when getting into a relationship, uh, with, 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 with Crystal first things first. Um, I mean, we do, we all know that she's into small penis, so you're good there. Um, but Tay, um, she's also, she likes to be slapped, not during sex, just walk up, slap her on the ass. Slap a titty, just pow, right on top of it. Not, not on the side. You can go up. You can go down. Uh, what's up, Dr. Duran290? Um, also, you might not know this, uh, sir. We were together for 18 years. Oh. Oh, that's a lot. He probably knows all this then. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I still have some things that maybe, you know, I could share with Dre or Tay, I should say, that uh, maybe he didn't know about you. Um, she's into scat porn. Did you know that, Tay? Huh? Did you know that? Yeah, nobody knew that. She's into scat porn. There you go. Google it on your phone. Google it on your work PC. All right, don't do that. Um... The crown is in. The king is in. Oh, are you the king? Are you the king? Steve-O! Thank you for the other bits, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Trey said, uh, Crystal, what happened? Uh, she she found out he was in the scat porn. Or he found out she was in the scat porn. Hey, Dante, if you need a colonoscopy, we had a Regency doctor in the house. <laughs> All right, let's get to some other sports talk, damn it. Oh, you know what? I wanted to play this. This is, this is Kirby Smart's. Uh, pre-game speech. Have you guys heard this yet? What's up, Sandoval? Good to see you, pimp. <laughs> Crystal said, he said, it's too early for this shit. Uh, you're hilarious. Well, thank you, Tay. I appreciate you, buddy. Um, you know, don't be a stranger. Come hang out with us, Tay. Maybe you should watch. Is Tay into sports, Crystal? Besides water sports. I mean, 
I know you're into scat porn and he's into water sports, which is why you guys get along because, you know, pudding and lemonade. But is he like into sports also? Hey, happy hump day, Steve-O. Oh, the king is for the champ. Gotcha. The the crown the crown is for the uh this the 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 fantasy champ. Got you, got you, got you. Um <laughs> you just said thoughts and prayers, like you know, that hole over there and prayers. Uh okay. Yeah, Google Blue Waffle. No, no, don't do that. She loves blue waffles in the morning. Nope. Don't don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't, don't, definitely don't do that, Tay. But if Tay's a, Tay's a sports guy, Tay, you should come hang out with us more. You should definitely come hang out. Hey, uh, Ben Smith, Atlanta Braves fan, if that is your real name, thanks for being here, Ben. Welcome to the show. That was the first time you've chatted. Are you new here, Ben? Is this your first time? Say hi, Ben, in the chat. Say, not chat to Ben. Ben, say hi. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin has been discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center. Yep, we just talked about that, Ben, uh, on our sports headlines that we do to start the show. Right there, see it? Look, right there, Ben, right there. Maybe next time, don't be late, Ben. If that is your real name, it probably is. That probably checks out. Uh, but welcome to the show, Ben. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Barry on Deck. We talk sports. We have fun. It's a fun sports talk show. That's what we do. We talk shit. I was just uh, trying to make a new friend with uh, one of our resident female deckettes, Crystal. Her man is in the room listening, and he didn't know she's into scat porn. She didn't know she's into scat porn either, but he definitely didn't know. So uh, uh, he sleeps till four every day. I'll download it on his phone. Okay. So, so Tay is just a, a lazy piece of garbage. He's just laying around, sleeping a four like a deadbeat dad that he is. Got it. Oh, look at Donna with the where you been, Ben. Where you been, Ben, Ben? Nice. Very nice. My name is Ben Smith, and I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. I would have never guessed that, Ben. Ben Smith, Atlanta Braves fan. I would have never guessed that your name was Ben Smith and that you're an Atlanta Braves fan. I personally, I thought your name was Bob Jones, um, Seattle Mariners fan. Crystal said he works from 6P to 6A. 6P? <laughs> More like 6P to 6 poop. Okay. And you know what? Let's just stop that whole bit. That's that's run its course. All right. Here. By the way, don't forget in about an hour, Kelly Eco of The Athletic is going to join me. And, uh, oh, that is so pretty. Oh, that's so pretty. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, my God. Hugh, what are you doing? Steve-O, did you win the lottery? Guys, guys, first Steve-O with a hundred bits and then a thousand bits, aggressive Steve-O. And then I just had some shit pop up on my phone unexpectedly. (laughs) I got to read the message now. You guys know that I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't subscribe to being mean to people for no reason. Unless they come in and say their name is Ben Smith, Atlanta Braves fan. Yeah, right, Ben. I'm just kidding, Ben. Welcome to the show. We, we get crazy around here. Um, but Hugh, bro. Steve-O. Buddy, thank you so much. Steve-O sent me a 
$100 on Venmo. Steve-O, did you hit the lotto? He said, happy hump day, happy new year, fuck Paul Galat, fuck cow. Look, I don't, I don't deliver, I don't make up the news, I just report it. Steve-O, buddy, damn, I gotta do another shot. I can't, though, I got, I got way too much shit to do. Uh, bro, thank you, man. That's very kind of you, that's very generous of you. I really do appreciate that. What's up, Tidal Wave? Uh, yeah, I appreciate that, fam. Thank you so much, Steve-O, which, if you don't know in the chat, Steve-O is uh, aggressive fatso69. There's a lot of names to keep up with, a lot of moving parts, which is why, Ben, I don't need you complicating it with your real name. Yeah, Hugh Dab said, easy on Polly. Now, look, that's not me. I'm reporting the news. Actually, Paul and I are actually friends, so, you know. I'm friends with most of the people at that station. I mean, not in management, obviously. On air personalities, I'm trying to think the only person that, I mean, Patrick Creighton and I got into it a little bit at, uh, at one point, but I think now we've squashed it. It's not a big deal. Um, who on air do I not get along with there? I don't even remember who all's on air there now. John and Lance, I love. Those are my buddies. Who's after John and Lance? Is it Paul by himself? <laughs> Jared Taylor. Paul Gallant. No, don't say that, Jared. You know who Paul Gallant is. He was here. He was at 610. He went to Seattle. He's good friends with Josh Beard. I love Paul. Uh, Paul's a great dude. <gasps> Did we blow a tire over here, by the way? I got it. I got it. Hold on. God damn it. No! Please don't be dead! Man, I was about to have to spend Steve-O's uh, $100 donation to get a new light. Scared the shit out of me. That light was going to be brought to you by Steve-O. That's what I should do. I should like, because you guys have been so generous over the years on this show, everything should be brought to you by somebody. The left, the left light brought to you by Steve-O. Um, yeah, so I get along with Paul Gallant just fine. I mean, you know, look, you guys like him or hate him and like or hate some people on the air. That's that's one thing I you know, but I, I'm professionally, I get along and, you know, otherwise I get along with Paul. Uh, I get, in fact, in fact, here's a little inside baseball chatty chat. This is going to care. Those in Houston are going to care more about this than those that aren't in Houston. By the way, if you're new and you're listening, um, and, and you're, 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 you've never seen the show or you're new, like, uh, a Ben, Ben Smith, Atlanta Braves fan, or, uh, who else just followed that's new here? Uh, Panthers rule. Um, there was another one too. Sir Ryuler. Yeah. Oh, that was yesterday. Uh, nonetheless, I used to be on ESPN 97.5 here in Houston for about seven years. I spent on their airwaves. So did about seven years in, um, major market radio, they say. But so I know a lot of these cats that are on the air and I'm trying to think I get along with John and Lance. Those are good friends. I get along with Polly G. Um, I think after Pauly G is uh, the Killer Bees, right? Jeremy Branham, Joel Blank. Obviously, Joel's one of my besties. And Jeremy and I are good friends. We did a show together back in the day on Sundays when Shock moved back to Baltimore for a, for a bit. So Jeremy Branham and I did a show, Houston Game Day, for a while. Um, yeah. And then, let's see, what's after them? Is it the Wheelhouse? Eh. 
I mean, look, Cody Stutes and I are really good friends. I love Cody. He's done this show a couple times. We've exchanged advice to each other at different moments in our career. The other two, Jake Asman, I could take him or leave him, if I'm being honest. And I don't know Brad. I don't know. I don't know him at all. So I have no idea. I have no opinion on. I don't really listen to their show. Um, yeah. But, I mean, uh, Jake Asman and I, eh, eh, we don't really know each other. We, I would see him in the hall. Eh, it was what happens. Oh, yeah. And Patrick Creighton. Um, he and I got into it. We were very, uh, we were very adversarial there for a minute, but I think we're good now. I think we're good now. I guess. I, hell, I don't know. Steve-O! Thank you for the 19 bins, buddy. Perry said Paul G is cool, uh, with that Ennis fella, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's buddies with who. I, I'm this kind of person, though, uh, Perry. I'm the kind of guy that even if you're friends with one of my enemies... I don't care as I, I treat people the way that you, that they treat me. Right. So, I mean, I have friends that, especially in the comedy world, I have friends that other comics hate and they don't want me to be friends with them. And I'm like, look, I'm friends with the person because they're good to me. They're nice to me. I treat people the way they treat me. I don't treat people um, the way somebody else wants me to treat them, especially a good friend or a close friend. I just don't do that. I'm I'm 48 years old. I don't need your fucking approval. I don't need anybody's approval. I mean, I need the chat's approval. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you treat me like shit, then I'm going to treat you like shit. But if you're good to me, I'm going to be good to you. And I'm with you, chat. Fuck Josh Ennis. I don't like that dude. I don't like that dude. He's a he's a he's a big talking. Um, oh, let me not call names. Let me just say this. Um, I have personally seen Josh Ennis talk shit to people and then kowtow to them when he sees them in person. And I have no respect for somebody like that. He's done it to me. He's done it to others. Just that's just me and him personally, oil and water. He don't like me. I don't like him. But everybody else, I'm good with. So, uh, Dick Willie said, "Name calling gets you nowhere." Well, look, some people like him, some people hate him. I'm sure Dick Willie, you've done some name calling, so it just happens to be that they're doing name calling against somebody you like. You got to let that go. Everybody's gonna have opinions. You know, if you like Josh Ennis and the rest of the chat doesn't, that's no big deal. That's no big deal. There's a lot of people that love Josh Ennis and fucking hate me. And if you were over there in his chat, I wouldn't expect you to defend me. Fuck him. So. Um, oh, dude's trash. I'm saying I agree. No, but I. Oh, oh, well. So he is two faced. Who? Josh Ennis? No, he's not two faced. He's like Josh Ennis is the is the microphone version of a keyboard warrior. That's what he is. Go ahead and send this. Clip this and send it to him. I don't give a fuck. All right. Maybe maybe no more shots. I'm getting aggressive. I'm like Steve-O. I'm getting super aggressive. Um, But yeah, he, uh, you know, I've seen him. He's the, he's the kind of guy that says whatever it takes to get a rating or to get somebody riled up. And then when he sees you, he's like, oh, that was a good radio bit, wasn't it? No, bitch, I want to beat your fat ass. That's what. That's the kind of guy that Josh Ennis is. I'm not saying that he and I got to that point. I'm just saying that, you know, he talks shit about me and fuck him is, is my point. Uh, your Ennis hate is strong, youngling. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a long backstory between me and Josh Ennis. All right. For those of you that are new, uh, when I got let go from ESPN radio, he's the guy that took my spot. For free. So he actually went and worked for free at ESPN radio. And everyone was like, this is who you replace Barry with? Like, this dude is like on his last leg in this town. I was like, eh. You know, I didn't bother me. It was whatever. But then he started talking shit about me on his show and on his podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, bitch. Like, I noticed you never said that when I saw you face to face, though. So... But he did, yeah. And, and I'm the kind of guy, I never said a word publicly. Go back and look. Go back and look. When they replaced me with Josh Ennis, not publicly, you never saw me say a bad thing about him or ESPN 97.5. You never saw that until, until he talked shit about me. Because some of my you know fans and friends would go to his chat and ask about me. He'd be like, hey, uh, what do you think about Barry and Barry on deck? And he's like, ah, fuck that guy, pussy. So yeah, fuck him. So he drove the value of us on-air radio folks down. Yeah, exactly. He's a scab. Oh boy, worked for free. He was a fucking radio scab. And then he went to act all high and mighty. Bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If ESPN 97.5 called me back right now, right now, and was like, we want you, we'll give you your own show. You'll have a two-hour, three-hour block. You can call it Barry on Deck. We're not going to pay you, but all the sponsor money you get, bitch, no. I'm not working for free. I know my value. I ain't working for free. Fuck that. I don't work for free. No. I mean, I'll fill in like a guest spot on a show now and then if somebody needs help for free because I get to pub my show or whatever, but I'm not trying to do a full-time radio show on your airwaves for free. Fuck that. Uh, Hell no. Because partly what it does is it ruins the business. It ruins the industry. There are people in media, radio, TV, print, sports talk, live streams that will work for free. Plenty of people. And I say, fuck those people. And the same is true in comedy. The same is true in comedy. I see it all the time. Radio, comedy, TV, all these things I've done and all these things I get paid to do. Because I know my value and I know my worth. Now, I may not make the most, but that's okay. But the fact of the matter is, you're worth what you accept. And if you accept zero dollars, guess what you're worth? Zero dollars. That's right, Chuck Driver Pookie. Know your value, queen. Know your value. Uh, Thank you, Hugh Dab. I appreciate you. But yeah, I've been asked to do free shows. I've been asked as a comic, hey, will you come do our show for free? No. I won't because when they leave, they're going to go, yo, that dude was funny as fuck. And that's worth the value to pay me. No, I'm not the best negotiator in the world. Let's not get it twisted. I might end up negotiating a really shitty deal where I'm like, um, they were like, we'll give you $5. I'm like, hell no. Uh, we'll give you a 10. I'm like, are you crazy? I'm not doing anything for less than 40. How about 30? All right, done. I ain't doing comedy for $30, but. My point is, you know, I may not, I may not get the most money out because I am a terrible, terrible negotiator, <laughs> terrible negotiator. But yeah, uh, Chris Ray has asked me anything about anything. What is your? I bet Ennis can't sell out his Hop Scholar Bar. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I bet he can. Listen, 
make no mistake about it. it. Josh Ennis and I might hate each other, but I'm not one of those guys that's going to say that Josh Ennis hasn't been successful, doesn't have a big following, doesn't, you know, do, he's, he's good at what he does. He's good at what he does. He's just, a, as a human being, he's not good, in my opinion. But, you know, I, I shouldn't say good at what he does. I mean, he bounced around a lot. Of course, he's still on the radio and I'm not. So what does that mean? This just turned into well, this whole show just turned into a Josh in his hate fest, and that's not what it was meant to be. Um, hold on now, you stay facilities on the show and collect the ad money. Did any sound like, what 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 what? Hold on now, you stay facilities on the show and collect the ad money. I, what does that even mean, Amos? Did any sound like a bad deal? Can you can you do that again in English or I'll run that through the fucking uh Google Translate from English to Cajun? Hey Steve O, thank you for the five bits. And the five bits. And the six bits. You dad, thank you for the ten bits. And Steve O for the five bits. And the nineteen bits. I think I got those, but just in case. Uh, McLovin said, well, new year, get better at negotiations this year. We believe Barry. Yeah, I need to. I have my buddy. Here's a true story. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share with you guys a true story about negotiations. And by the way, uh, Hugh, thank you again, man, for your generosity. That's unbelievable on the Venmo's buddy. Seriously. Uh, thank you so much. I, I mean that. Did I miss a thousand earlier? Damn it. And a thousand earlier. Crazy, Steve-O. Crazy, I say. Steve-O started all this aggressive talk. Um, One time they went a whole segment without talking Ennis, just did nothing. Like when Creighton said, do the show, bitch. Oh, man. That's crazy. Uh, did Amos have a stroke? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, All right, so let me, let me get to these. Hold on. Uh, what's your going rate? So there's... On what, first of all, comedy or this show or radio? I mean, I'm not going to share with you salary, but uh, for a comedy show, it just depends. Private? Is it a corporate gig? Is it for a business? Is it in your backyard? Is is it going to be like we tried to do with Cece? Um, you know, like her birthday party, shit like that. I mean, that that all just depends. I'll put it this way. I've done corporate gigs for $1,000. I've done corporate gigs for $10,000. It's just a range. What I'm not good at is negotiating. You know, sometimes they'll just be like, here's a gig, here's the money, go do it. And I'm like, cool. So it just uh, it just all depends. Um, Rate the nipple picks is what he meant. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, so if you so so oh comedy wise, I mean look, if I'm gonna give up a weekend for a show, then you got to pay me weekend money. So it's got to be in the thousands. Some clubs don't quite pay a thousand for headliners, and you do those to move up. Uh, but for the most part, if I if 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 I'm not doing it right, I'm not doing it right if I don't make a thousand bucks over a weekend as a, as as a as a comedian. If I'm headlining the show. At the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. But, again, I don't headline all the time, so. Um, what is this? So, he tried to rectify it. Amos said, my bad, speech to text. Use their facility. 
Owen the show, collect the ad money. Don't sound like a bad deal. Oh, okay, okay. So Amos, what Amos is saying, chat. Amos is saying, well, if you use their facility and you uh, are on their airwaves and you're not getting paid, but you're collecting the ad money for said show, that doesn't sound like a bad deal. (gasps) Spoiler alert, Amos. Let me share with you how ad money works, at least at ESPN. You get a paltry amount of money per read. And when I say a paltry amount of money, I mean like it wouldn't get you an Uber from uh, the Woodlands to fucking the Heights. Per read, I'm not going to give out specific dollars. And then if you bring in the sponsor, you get like, I think, 5% or something like that. For the first deal. And if they sign a six-month deal when they renew, you don't get it a second time. So that's just not how it works there. So forgive me, Amos, if I'm not like, oh man, Josh has raked it in with all those ads. I know, I know what he was getting. You gotta remember too, you know, AJ and I were still friends to a certain degree. Hold on, let me check the app rate on the fair, Woodlands to Heights. Yeah, go look it up. What's on your writer, Barry? I really don't have a writer. I'm not that level of comedian yet. My big thing is have a mic. Fuck. Have a mic. Have some good lighting and a good stage. And keep the crowd from fucking talking and heckling the whole goddamn time. That's all I want. And I'll be funny. But I don't have a writer. Writers are for more popular, bigger names. Christy said, do private shows involve nips? No. No. Hell no. I don't do nudes. Just don't hear. Uh, the Willis the Heights is like 125 bucks for Uber. Damn, what are you what are you Ubering, bro? I think I got from Christopher Hart's uh liquor place up here for less than that. Uh Barrow Deck private shows. Barry, this sounds very naughty. That must cost like 50k. No, like a pri- like I'm doing okay. Here's a good example. Um, I had somebody reach out to me last week and be like, hey, I got your name from a friend, uh, a fellow comedian. And he said, I should hit you up. I have a business and we, it was involving railroads. And he was like, we're having all, everybody come in from the corporate CEOs and big wigs and execs all the way down to the dude who's the dudes who spray weed killer on the tracks. Everybody's going to be there. What's your rate? Come in and do a set. It could be, you know, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. We'll negotiate all that. That's what a private is. That's what a corporate is. And so, yeah, you think I'm going to do that shit for a couple hundred bucks? Hell no, fam. Uh, I worked for a company that made microphones. It was a check one, two. God, I want to ban you for that. Do you ever negotiate your gas money for out-of-town shows? Yes, 100%. In fact, with this one, I just, I just negotiated travel. So we got the fee down, and then it was like, what? Well, you can pay for travel, or I can give you a travel buyout. And usually, like, with them, it was like, okay, Travel buyouts might be between seven hundred fifty and a thousand. I'll do it for five hundred, but that's just the travel. So that means I cover my airfare, hotel, food, and all that for the for the five hundred bucks. So I, I, but I did that for them because they were friends with Rob. So I gave them a bit of a discount on that. So yeah, um, yeah. So it's like corporate events. Has a so like if you work at a company, 
and you want your company Christmas party to have a comedian, call your boy. We'll negotiate a rate. I'll come out. I'll make people laugh for the most part. They're pretty brutal because people don't want to like let loose and have fun. Corporate events sometimes can be bad for the for the audience and for the comic, but they're you make a lot of money. Uh, Amos said, I forget, I forgot they were terrible at getting you guys ads. That's the other part. The sales team, if they don't sell you, you end up with, you know, on Twitch. Uh, in call, I mean, in town, 30 minutes, 750. What the fuck is that? Uh, seems weird for a corporate meeting to have a comedian, but seems like a regular thing, right? Happens all the time, Nick. And it's not a meeting, right? Like it's, um. It's like a corporate, uh, it's their big corporate get together. It's not like, uh, you know, like they'll have, uh, for example, uh, a real estate company that I know, they'll do a big, everybody comes and then one night they'll have a comedian, you know, for entertainment purposes, not during the big seminar or whatever, but for entertainment purposes, they'll come in and do a, do a set. Uh, this just like totally turned into not talking sports. Are you guys good with this chat or is everybody okay? I mean, the numbers aren't falling. So I assume everybody's learning something about the comedy business. This totally turned into ask Barry about comedy, which I'm fine with. I'm happy to answer these questions. I just, does anybody want to cover sports? I got tons. Steve, oh, thank you for the five minutes, buddy. I'm happy to answer these questions. I love talking comedy. I'll do that shit all day. No worries. I just don't want y'all to get bored and be like, well, he's not talking sports. So I'm leaving. Dick Willie said Lamar to Texans. How much does ad spots cost? Oh, where? I mean, bro, you can get you can get an ad. I'm not gonna say which radio station. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me flip this around here. There we go. I'll tell you this. Let me ask you this. Um, let's play a game, chat. Let's play a game. How much do you think? Now, some of you might know, like P. Randizzle might probably explored it because he owns a business. But so if you're not a business owner and haven't asked, and I don't know what 790 charges, I don't know about some other stations, but let's play a game, chat. How much do you think it would cost to advertise on a sports talk FM radio station in town for a month? Throw a number out. Uh, Dick really said, oh, my God, Barry, buy ad space on ESPN. I actually have an ad that runs Sunday mornings on my buddy Jerome Solomon's show. He did it for free. He was like, it's my goddamn show. It's my show. I can run whatever the fuck I want. You, and so he's like, cut me up an ad, and I'll run it. And so it's been running literally since week one of Barry on deck. He's been running that shit on Sunday mornings, Houston Sports Show. You probably hear it all the time. Jim! Thank you for the 69. I like. All right. I see the guest is coming in. Uh, I appreciate hearing that being in a major market isn't always the best. Seriously, it helps keep things in perspective. Yeah, 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 dude. It's radio's a shitty business, no matter where you're at. All right. Here the guesses are rolling in. Uh, what does it cost for one month of advertising on an FM sports talk station? Christopher Reyes said $500. That's not even close. Q-Tech CPA said $1,500. Still not close. Dick Willie said two k. Nope. $500. Uh, Tidal Wave said $1,500. Alex Villanueva $750. Uh, 
Uh, Mimi said 10K. That's too much. Uh, Truck Driver Pookie said $422.76. I'll slap the shit out of you. Christopher Mina, what's up, pimp? $1501. Bro, this ain't the price is right. This ain't... <laughs> <laughs> this is not this ain't the price is right uh and also no too low heartthrob 3500 too low uh ivan said 3k too low dick willie said i love jerome so do i donna said 5000 steven the weather guy said 3000 dmata said probably 10 to 20k no too high mclovin said 5k uh, Hugh Tech's $1. Again, not prices right. Steve O said $8K. Jim on Sports said 50 bucks. You know better than that, pimp. Rudy Rod, a dollar. Come on. 15K, 7,500K, 100 bucks a day, seven and a half thousand, six thousand four hundred and eighty-one dollars. <sighs> no, it's not sixty five hundred. It's less than sixty five hundred. It's more than forty five hundred. There's your window. That's per month. Now you get a lot of shit with that, but and 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 you know, your mileage may vary depending on the radio station. Here's the crazy thing, and this is just me talking. This is just me talking. Um, Mark said I feel smart. <laughs> Augusta Stevo said six K. Chris Ray said damn. Title I said fifty eight hundred. Yeah, I'm not going to give you like an exact number. Um, but now you have a range or, or an idea. What minimum? Minimum, bare minimum. FJ said that's pricey. Nick said, damn. Whatever the price is, I bet Steve O could afford it. Turkever <laughs> Pookie said. Yeah. Steve O's loaded. For a month, sounds kind of cheap. How much does Granado charge? That's not it's so it's not done by that. So um the way radio works, chat, the way this works. Hold on, my head itches. Oh, I gotta get a haircut. The way radio works, okay, the way radio, the, the way, Jesus Christ, the way radio works is, um, let's say you own, um, I don't know, Pat's Plants plug. That was for the 10 bits. And by the way, if you need, or the 10 gift is up, if you need plants, please hit up Patrick Randall, P. Randizzle, Pat's Plants. It's the shit. He's the shit. He's a deckhead. He was a suspect. I mean, he is suspect. Um, all right, here's the deal. Flips it, take, just take the hat off. Yeah, it's, it's killing me, but no. I have too much pride. I'm too vain. Um, so they will find a prospective client. So here's like the life cycle of ads and radio. You ready? So they'll find a prospective client like, let's say that they choose a restaurant. I don't know. We'll, we'll use one that I know, my boy Imran over at Cowboys and Indians Texan Kitchen. That was one I did reads for. So uh, uh, somebody, a salesperson will identify a potential customer to advertise on the radio. They'll go out there and they'll do a whole ass sales pitch. They got documents and and then they show them all of the different shows, ratings, reach. We call it cum uh, in the biz where that's just like your cumulative um, uh, listeners because people don't listen for more than 15 minutes at a time. Usually. So they take all that stuff out and they try to wow them and they'll manipulate the numbers a little bit to make it look a lot better than it is. And definitely they don't tell people that ratings are bullshit because ratings are in fact bullshit. You heard it here first, second and last. 
radio ratings are bullshit. But it is what the industry goes by. So if your ratings suck, you kind of suck. You kind of suck. You you still suck. But the way they do it is bullshit. Uh, It's just been around forever. So, oh my God, I look like CeCe Sabathia with his hat. So they go out, they do the pitch. And then that that person or that business decides, you know what? I want to advertise on the usual suspects. And, I, I, and so they say, okay, well, this is the rate to advertise. Would you like to do reads with one of the hosts? And they go, yeah, you know what? I actually listen. I really like Barry. I'd like for him to do the reads for me because he's funny. And they say, okay. So they pay a fee for the reads. Oh, my God. Here they come, boys, the Bang Bang Gang. What's up, Book and Sports? Thank you for that big-ass raid. Let's go. Oh, my God. Welcome in, everybody, coming in on the Book and Sports Raid. Thank you guys so much for being here. Shout out to my guys over at Book and Sports. What is up, one and all? Welcome to the show. Uh, can we chat? Mods, can we get a shout out to Book It Sports, please? <gasps> Thank you so much, whoever did it. Y'all go follow Book It Sports. I'm telling you, y'all know I do my little gambling thing with the with the with the Laminator 5000. Nah, you need to go hang out with Trenton and boys. They, they are crazy. Building an empire up there in Dallas, Texas. Give them a give them a uh, give them a follow. Go give them a like. Thank you, CC, for the shout out. Hey, by the way, Raiders coming in. Hit refresh for me if you don't mind. That. Twitch doesn't count your view. Isn't that stupid as shit? Yeah, if you come in on a raid, they're like, nope, doesn't count unless you hit refresh or you click a link, one of the two. It's so dumb. So here's a uh, here's a link. Hit refresh. Either way, man, shout out to my guys, Trent, and everybody over at Book of Sports. Thank you all for the raid. My name is Barry Laminac. This is Barry on Deck. It's a sports talk show. We talk sports. We have fun. It's fun sports talk. This is what we do. We talk shit. We hang out. Uh, we have a good time. And uh, yeah. I'm trying to make sports fun. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. Spent seven years on ESPN Radio, three years on television here in Houston, Texas, which is where I'm based out of. And, uh, yeah, I've been spending the better part of a decade trying to make sports and uh, comedy a thing together, blend it in. So welcome to the show. Richard said, give us your pick of the day. You want to you wanna pick of the day, huh? You want a pick of the day? I mean, like, this isn't a gambling show per se. But, uh, what's up, Shelly? Thank you for the F5. Appreciate you. Yes, F5. Um, All right. Y'all want a pick of the day. Um, Not the Dolphins. We saw Tua's not happening. Uh, We're betting it. Okay. You know what? I don't even have the Laminator 5000. I'm doing that tomorrow. I haven't done my spreadsheet yet. So, all of y'all coming in, sorry to disappoint, but... The odds and the picks that I have will be done tomorrow. What we were doing when you guys showed up, um, and by the way, thank you to all the follows. Ferris Bueller, uh, Mitchine, I am the Eliquor. I don't know how to say that. Steely 